Hi, we are Rini and Rebecca from the Euromarine Network. This is our Researchers in the Spotlight podcast, where we meet up with expert marine researchers from our network to hear their stories. To showcase their insights and highlight their groundbreaking achievements in the various special, rare and novel areas of marine science. Uh, we're very happy to have you here today, uh, Jamile Javipur. You are an associate professor at the University of Southern Denmark. Um, you are in the Department of Biology. You have a keen interest in marine uh, food webs and you are working especially uh, a lot with jellyfish. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, you have uh, coordinated the Horizon 2020 project on that, the Go Jelly. Uh, and today you're with us as a foresight workshop lead of Euromarine, uh, where you have been looking into the mitigate uh, invasive invasion, so in mitigating invasive species. Um, would you like to introduce briefly your research interest uh, and and then uh, uh, the topic of your foresight workshop? Yeah, you told almost everything that I uh, I covered uh, in in the past 20 years, yes. I'm a marine ecologist. I'm interested in coastal biodiversity, but um, in open ocean um, plankton. Uh, I'm working uh, with plankton community, but I also cover bentopelagic coupling, and uh, I take my jellyfish as a model organism to cover a theoretical um, ecology um, and understand interactions and how it shapes our biodiversity uh, and future ocean. Um, yes, with regard to Go Jelly, that was a little bit of um, other direction uh, that I decided to take. Of course, it was not only me doing Go this big project, but um, with the whole consortium of uh, 16, 17 partners. Uh, exploring possibilities and innovative ideas to put into defining new marine resource. In that case, we use jellyfish um, to explore blue economy and where to go because we all think about uh, climate adaptation and there are some uh, case studies, case areas saying that we would expect more gelatinozooplankton in the area. So that was, that is the, the, that was the first step ever taken to, to find a bridge between, um, um, ecology and innovation and blue growth altogether for European water. Thanks for, for the insight on, um, yeah, your research topic so far, um, and especially the, the link between the blue economy, um, and, and ecologies. How how did the foresight workshop contribute um to the evolution and also the um advancement of of your research topic? And for instance, did it help to identify new directions or methodologies or emerging issues um that that were previously overlooked? Yes, the foresight workshop uh was um Defined to address invasive species problems for European water, but this topic is nothing new. 
Um, and the topic was explored pretty much from a scientific point of view. What we're still lacking is to take another step to come to ideas, innovative ideas, how to foster our actions to prevent, uh, minimize and control invasive species. To my um, knowledge, um, this this chapter of taking action and helping uh, EPAs who should actually make the action at each national point is still lacking. Um, and that workshop was to build up a network of um, experts coming together and discuss this knowledge gaps. Um, most of us ecologists uh, were taking um, um, actions and, you know, defining our research in understanding invasion ecology, invasive species, eDNA uh, technology to identify, and all these different levels of research um, is expressed in uh, long list of papers and public scientific publications but if you then address bring economists and uh, lawyers together that will be very interesting to see what is the trade-off between economic uh, levels to put into policy makers and decision makers to make our um, uh, our policy better and more efficient in uh, controlling invasive species. Invasion, in, in, invasion ecology is one part of the network, but we try to get a hold of others, like, as I said, economists and uh, policymakers regu from regulative point of view, what is better to put together, and if that is any chance to define a perfect way or semi-perfect way to um, to efficiently um, stop invasive species to spread or control them and manage them. So within this network, we we uh, we had three days of uh, brainstorming. Uh, inviting the speakers from um, different disciplines to talk to each other and then um, defining a working group to um, maybe write an article, but also come together building a consortium um, to address invasion, invasive species uh, topic that Horizon Europe call uh, integrated for next year. And that leads me very well to the next uh, question. So if I'm not, uh, uh, if my memory doesn't trick me, you've met in uh, June, right? Uh, with, uh, yeah, this is June. Uh, so it's still quite early. We're only in, in August. Um, so after, after coming together, uh, your main outcomes or your key findings, um, how are you following up on them? And, and what are your, your, uh, let's say your main conclusions of this foresight workshop? Yeah. The main conclusion is, first of all, to write a Euromarine report, which should be publicly available and um, share our discussed points and outline a smaller report draft, um, which also includes opinions of different uh, partners uh, who were invited. We had... <coughs> 
Then we had uh, another meeting, uh, which was co-funded by Danish um, funding agency together with Euromarine and to um, find a Danish working group because I'm the lead from Denmark. Um, and then there we are going to write a position paper. Um, and then the third achievement that I find it also very interesting is to build a consortium um, under um, uh, lead of uh, Hen Oyave from Estonian uh, University. I, is that Tartu University, I think, but um, um, supported by DTU Aqua from Copenhagen. And I think, as you said, so within these two months, uh, that was a huge um, um, part of actions taking place to invite partners um, to discuss how we want to address Horizon Europe. Um, what are the main and major topics that we should address? What uh, what are aims and objectives of our consortium? And then that's what we are going to also um, persuade uh, until the end of this year. And and in terms of like that's related to what you've already been saying. Um, have you applied for additional funding for further development of of this research um or are you planning to do so um and if so um do you have any subsequent projects or initiatives in mind that that will result from from this workshop yes i should say they are um diverse or that's a long list of uh, where to go uh, so we stay in two parts. One is the Danish national network that we built and we are going to expand. Um, now we have at our university SDU this working group that should address uh, invasive species problems and mitigation. Um, that is one part. And we have discussed uh, what kind of projects we should apply for. The other is more international, where Euromarine played a bigger role, actually, and then uh, that is also the network that we built, but also the consortium that we are um, actually defined, uh, that that's defined, and we are going to work together. Um, and therefore, I'm very optimistic that we achieve by next year um, rows of projects um, that should cover different topics that we discussed. That's great. Um, th that sounds really exciting, especially for the next years to come as well. Um, have you already thought about the kind of topics that that might be like specifically um, focused on for for the next years or in 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 those yeah, projects? that 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 are invasive species mitigation and innovation mm -hmm. actions altogether. Um, each single in each individual researcher who is doing uh, his her own research will continue without us right so what we are defining is a new niche to bring different disciplines in addressing what is the best and most efficient way mm -hmm. to um to do anything against uh, invasive species and um increase biodiversity like um in our areas, 
around Europe. Yeah, so um, if you want me to say a specific topic, so, you know, in, in invasion ecology or, no, let, better say in um, mitigation uh, actions against invasive species, we have three major points that we address. One is to prevent invasive species to come to your area. The second is minimizing the effect because there are some there. And the third is how to manage the one that uh, have already established. There are these three topics that we discussed. Um, and then we also discuss how difficult it is to to address these three topics for marine environment because mm-hmm. uh, for terrestrial um, invasive species, we have another setups um, that might be uh, applicable for marine area, but we realize it's much more difficult because the marine realm is not pretty much uh, yeah. easy to monitor and understand and do anything. So, yes, there are different topics that we um, covered, actually, and we're going to work on this niche we identified. And and since, since uh, we are discussing about that today, and I think it would be very interesting for for anyone hearing that, could you give us a small? Well, I know that it's very difficult to to put all European basins together, but um, a status quo of of our waters at the moment. Uh, how well are we doing? Which are the main species that <clears throat> are are affecting us, and and how how well are we managing them? Can we manage them? Oh God! Uh, as as the hours uh, of lectures, of course. Yes, but, yes. Yeah. Each 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 nation should report the status of uh, invasive species in their water bodies uh, individually and report it to the EU. So, if you go to um, environmental EU environmental agency, you will also see. Um, the overall reports that we they they assemble um, not each year, uh, but they get updated. And um, but different nations uh, have different types of activities. For example, in Denmark, we just uh, had this year two reports on the status of invasive species in marine uh, environment in Denmark. Uh, including all the actions are taken, how many um, stations are set for monitoring uh, monitoring biodiversity, including invasive species, um, how are the regulation, um, how they rank um, species for their invasiveness. But that is not a unified action among countries. And that is why we should also discuss how we can make it better at EU level, better and easier and maybe cheaper uh, and more applied <laughs> for everyone to to have um, somehow similar activities and exchange this data with each other. Mm. Invasive species are going, uh, are increasing Um Thanks to climate change that is now ongoing, right? So uh, there, there are always a species that coming um, and arriving to one port, uh, and it needs to tools. Actually, we need tools to be able to spot them better, and then take right actions in right time, which mm. is still not there. 
And at the, at the moment, the Baltic area, um, could you name the, the major uh, species you are dealing with? Uh, um, I myself are working, uh, I, I myself am working uh, with Gelatina zooplankton and we have the Compgeli, which is among the 10 uh, most spread uh, species in Europe. And uh, that is the one that I'm focusing. And we have another jellyfish in East uh, Mediterranean, which is expanding. So that is my pet and baby that I'm working with. There are um, so there are conventions and um, like um, Helcom and OSPAR who are explicitly working on invasive species. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say that there is no action. I just wanted to say that unified action between different countries needs to get better. Yeah. And um, actually just following up on that, um, what I find quite interesting as well is How did you how did you get into the jellyfish research? When did you start um, developing an interest in jellyfish, especially? Uh, that started when I did my master thesis uh, with uh, ichthyoplankton. I was working uh, with uh, fish larvae, and then. <laughs> When I was studying, it uh, was the Southern Caspian Sea, and we had the invasive compgeli there. And fishermen were crying that they can't get any kilka, which is a small herring. Um, and that generated a kind of interest. And then I came to Kiel, Germany, to study my, to, to start my PhD. And then uh, after a year and a half, I discovered this compgeli, the invasive one in our areas, which was the most exciting part of my PhD. And therefore, I shift a little bit from feeding ecology of gelatina zooplankton to more invasive species. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Yeah, um, that's a great research finding as well for a PhD. Um, brilliant. Um, actually, th then I just have one more question in relation to you already briefly mentioned that um, in the Foresight Workshop, you're also working together not only with ecologists, but also um policymakers and economists. Um, so touching on that, especially because you mentioned that it's so important to have EU-wide, um, European-wide regulations as well. Have you presented your research findings to EU policymakers, for instance, or um, are there, or what are the most actionable insights for policy and decision-making you think that need to be taken? And is there any plan in the Foresight Workshop um, to do so with policymakers? That is the perspective letter that I mentioned before. Um, regulations are there, but it seems that we do not speak the same language. Mm -hmm. um, and then that is why um, one of our... Um, colleagues taking lead of writing um, and take a position and say making regulations for marine environment needs to be discussed with marine scientists which may be there but also um, being more specific in um, definition of terms and definition of problems. So it should be interdisciplinary fundament there to to be able to reflect 
or to draft a better um, legislative draft, which in our view is not the best that we have. So that is that is what we are doing, and I hope we can um, send our letter by the end of this year out. We are very happy if we represent you, Marie, and that this uh, small seed funding re re resulted in uh, in uh, sure. so many. Yeah, in, in um, so many collaborations and also um, uh, policy briefs, uh, and and then uh, and you mentioned an article that you're also planning to uh, to publish, uh, which I think that's that's the most important, let's say, factor of uh, of the foresight workshops having a small funding to start the machine going. Let's say, um, so in that sense, uh, we are very happy to hear hear you talking about it. Um, we are almost there. Yeah, 30 minutes of uh, of talk. So. And just uh, to close on a uh, looking into the future uh, question, uh, what advice and suggestion do you have for your uh, early self, let's say the early career researchers, but also um, your future self? Oh, God. Um I giving advices is <laughs> not easy, but um, thinking out of box and uh having big picture on your monitor and asking yourself where I go is very essential. You can always start with a smaller portion of works and research, but you should be able to bring it into the big picture and very where the puzzle is that I'm working on, but what is what is the big the 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 the, the perspective that I'm covering. Uh, and with that, you become more creative in using other fields and other disciplines in your research. I think that is what I see also in our students, um, that they, they tend to understand different, different topics at the same time and then define a thesis which uh, is more interdisciplinary. But if you ask me about the term, interdisciplinary is the magic. Well, okay. that's a take-home message uh, <laughs> for the the younger one, and and it's great to see that all these um, silos are kind of falling apart, and and our our uh, our sciences are merging with each other, and the disciplines that's are right. merging. Yes. Brilliant. Yeah. Thanks so much for, for all these interesting insights. Um, so this was the last question for, for our, um, interview today. Again, thanks so much for, for participating and for telling us about the foresight workshop that you led. Um, I especially take home your, your comment on, the way that you said, we already know a lot about invasive species, but what we're still lacking are, is the knowledge of how to foster actions to prevent and minimize um, the invasive species. Um, and also especially related to that, um, the fact that ecology is only one point of view um, and that to do so effectively, to minimize invasive species effectively, we need to take a, a more holistic approach and bring together policymakers and economists um, as well as ecologists. Yes. Um, to find the right language also for the legislation. So that's that's a very interesting insight um, that I'm sure is relevant to a lot of our listeners today. Um, 
so yes thanks again um and for anyone who's listening this was the second episode of our researchers on the spotlight podcast and stay tuned for the next um episodes to come I also appreciate your interest and uh, good luck with everything. And I hope your listeners also enjoyed this. 